Welcome to The 100 Podcast. Seth and Charlie here with you. Hope you're well. Today we're continuing our team preview series with the Northern Superchargers, obviously based at Headingley in Leeds. They'll be captained by Faf Duplessis and coached by Darren Lehman. Charlie, this is a team with a lot of firepower and some high-quality bowlers. Take us through their best eleven. Absolutely. So we've worked out that this is probably going to be the side that they'll start off with when everyone's available. Uh, Faf Duplessis will open up and as you said, he will captain. Uh, Adam Live will slot in there too. Then Australia's Chris Lynn at three, Ben Stokes at four, Tom Kula Cadmore at five and he'll probably take the gloves. Uh, and then David Willey at six and Jordan Thompson at seven. Then Adil Rashid, Bryden Kass, Matty Potts and Majibo Rahman. Let's start at the top of the order because that, I think, is where all the focus is going to be. Obviously, Faf Duplessis comes in as a replacement for Aaron Finch, but that top order is so explosive. They have a number of opening batsmen in the squad, but let's just start with that top three. Faf Duplessis, hugely experienced franchise player, Charlie, and he is going to bring a lot of nous as captain, but also, we think, a lot of stability to a team with a lot of firepower. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously that was originally Aaron Finch and we all know how explosive he can be. But actually, I think Faf Duplessis complements the rest of the batters in this side really nicely because he can be a bit sticky. He can he can rotate the strike a little bit more easily than some of the other guys they have. And I think his presence will allow the likes of Live, Lynn and Stokes to tee off and play a bit more freely. So actually, I think having him there is a real benefit to this side. Agreed. And then we get to the star of the team, obviously, Adam Lythe. You know my opinions on Adam Lythe, Charlie. You know I think he's the <laughs> best English player to never be captain T20 cricket. I think he is a remarkable player. Obviously, his record in T20 cricket is remarkable. He's got a strike rate of 144, over 135 matches in his career. And let's remember, this guy's 33. He's not one of these guys who's been playing in the era of striking that quickly all the time. He's always been at the forefront of it and his his records of recent time have been fantastic and we know how good Adam Blythe's going to be he'll go at it from the start Faf's going to score runs quickly and also be a stabilitating factor there and then at three you have the power of Chris Lynn Chris Lynn really is a phenomenon obviously part of the Bash brothers for the Brisbane Heat he hits the ball a long way he's a six hitter Charlie and on small grounds in England he could be somebody that dominates the competition Absolutely. I, I can see him doing really, really well in this tournament, especially as you say on the smaller grounds. He just loves hitting sixes. And as we all know, boundary hitting is one of the most, if not the most important quantity to have. I think having him slotting in at three, especially with Adam Live and Faf Plessis just ahead of him, I think that's going to give him a lot of freedom, a lot of license and liberty to play his own game. And I think that Chris Lynn is probably going to have a real shot at being one of the tournament's leading run scorers, or certainly one of their biggest boundary hitters for sure. Yeah, and this Superchargers team is full of top-order firepower. Obviously, Adam Lyde is great. Chris Lynn's brilliant. Fafty Pussy brings lots of experience. But then you look down their team, and actually, Charlie, they're so explosive at the top because everybody in their side is explosive at the top. They have six opening batsmen, or at least six batsmen who probably want to open if given them the opportunity in their squad. Obviously, you've got Ben Stokes at four. He's been played as an opener before in T20 cricket by the Rajasthan Royals. A lot of people think that's where he'd probably want to bat. Tom Cole Cadmore of Yorkshire as another opener. We've seen David Willey open the batting in T20 cricket before. It'll be interesting to see how they balance this side with so many top order players. Yeah, it is interesting. I think I think they can afford to be quite flexible with that batting lineup actually. And I think 
playing it depending on the circumstances of the game and the situations and the matchups and whatnot. Because as you say, pretty much any of those top six can open. And even if you go a bit deeper down, you've got Jordan Thompson coming in at seven, who's been batting anywhere from number three down this season for Yorkshire with great success. He's been hitting at a really high strike rate. And even Bryden Cast at eight or nine, you know, he, he can come in at five or six for Durham sometimes and strike a long ball. So they have so many options there. And I think that really sets them up nicely. Indeed, and I think we're going to see a lot of top-order players back in the middle order in this competition because we know that T20 sides want their best players to open, and that's what they're doing for a lot of the smaller counties. There's a lot of teams around the world, they want their best players to open. And when you have so much talent kind of pushed into these eight teams out of 18 teams, you're going to have guys slot into the middle order who usually bat at the top. So let's look at this middle order, Charlie. Obviously, starting with Ben Stokes at four, just one of the most explosive players in the game. We know he's just a Clutch player is going to come through for them. Tom Kohler Cadmore is probably going to keep at five. And then you've got Dave Willey and Jordan Thompson at six. It's such a strong middle order, Charlie. Loads of firepower. And it's so strong, in fact, that Harry Brook, who's been in fabulous form for Yorkshire, and I think he's one of the players who could really break out in this hundred, doesn't even get a spot when Ben Stokes is back in the team. I know it's crazy, isn't it? That's such a good level of depth. But I think what I like about the way the Superchargers team is setting up is that Batting deep is so important. I really like the idea of having deaf hitters who can take the game away from opposition in the dying overs of the game. Adding Cola Cadmore, Willie Thompson, even Bryden Cass, uh, and someone like Harry Brook who have come in as well if Ben Stokes isn't there. They have players who can do just that. And so I think they have all the tools there to win games of cricket, which <laughs> seems pretty obvious, but like that is what you need to be doing here. There's no point having guys who are just going to rotate the strike. That maybe isn't, you know, if you lose a few early wickets, that's not going to win you a game. But if you have someone who can come in, if they have lost a few early wickets and hit lots of boundaries, you're in with a shot. Let's talk experience here as well. There's obviously Faf, Adam Lythe, Chris Lynn, all north of 30, all played a lot of T20 cricket to a very high standard. Ben Stokes has won cricket games all around the world, one of the best players out there. And then David Willey, another experienced name. There's a lot of experience in this batting order, Charlie. There's lots of explosive hitters. And this just feels like a team that could completely blow bowling attacks out of the water and win a game within 10 overs with the amount of power hitting they possess. Absolutely. There's so much now there. The amount of games that those guys have won between them, I, I wouldn't want to know because it's just such a freakishly large number, I imagine. But what I also like is that there's a lot of young talent there too. I'm talking about Kola Kadmo, of course, Jordan Thompson, Harry Brook. They're going to pick up so much from batting alongside these players and their game is going to significantly improve, I imagine. So obviously Tom Colonel Cadmore is in there at five and we think he's going to keep wicket in the side. He's keeping John Simpson, who recently played for England, in the ODIs out of the squad. Do you think it's a risk if they do go with Tom Colonel Cadmore over John Simpson? Because I think we both agree that Tom Colonel Cadmore is a, a better batsman in T20 cricket, not that John Simpson's a slouch. John Simpson obviously is a very good domestic player. But do you think there's a risk with picking a guy who has only played two T20 games as a wicketkeeper for your Yorkshire over somebody who has a lot of experience for Middlesex and is a, probably a far superior keeper? I do think it's a bit of a risk, yes, but I think in this format, prioritising the better hitter is probably the way to go. Um, I, I've always loved, you know, the specialist keeper. I, I admire Glovman so much. I used to love watching James Foster play for Essex, for example. But in this format of the game, I just think having the better six hitter makes more sense than prioritizing the better keeper. So yes, it's a risk, but I think Kula Cadmore weighing it up makes a little bit more sense in this side than John Simpson. 
It's the Umbuti Raidu strategy from the old Mumbai Indians, putting a guy behind the stumps who didn't seem to have much of an idea what he was doing, but was such a good batter that they earned a lot of value from that. So we'll see how it goes. Let's look at their bowling now, Charlie, starting with this seam attack. Obviously, it's going to be a headline by David Willey, who's going to swing the ball up top in the power play, try and take wickets. But obviously, you've also got Bryden Cast there, who's played for England, got quite a lot of pace. Matty Potts, who's been a good operator for Durham. And then obviously, Ben Stokes, if he's fit, can offer some overs there as well. That's an interesting seam attack especially when you add in Jordan Thompson it is interesting I, I like the raw pace being there of Bryden Cast and, and I like what Jordan Thompson brings to the table as well actually I think he has a, some nice variations some nice slower balls which I think would be very useful they've got a lot of bowling options there I don't necessarily think it's the strongest bowling attack seam wise that the competition has but I think they're a weaker and I think if they're all on their day I think it's it's balanced and I, I could see them doing some doing some damage yeah, I think David Willey's going to bowl up top. He's going to try and take wickets up top. And he'll probably bowl 10, 15 deliveries maybe in the power play to try and get the most out of the new ball. And alongside him in the power play, I imagine, would actually be Mujibo Rahman, the Afghanistan off-spinner. Well, it's tough to call him an off-spinner because he has so many different variations. And he bowls so well in the power play across the T20 circuit. So you've got two really good power play operators there. Then you've got the raw pace of Bryden Kass, variations of Thompson. Matty Potts is good at the death. And and then, of course, you've got the real X factor in this team, Adil Rashid. He's obviously England's prime leg spinner, but in fantastic form, an integral part of that World Cup winning squad, Charlie. He is a player with a lot of variations, a lot of nows, and he is going to be the key player in this Superchargers bowling lineup. Oh, of course. Rashid is superb, and you don't, no one needs me to tell you how good Rashid is, because we all know it. I think having him and Mujibur Rahman is a really nice spin attack that can do some serious damage on opposition. And let's not forget Callum Parkinson as well, who we haven't put in our strongest 11, but could absolutely get in there for sure based on what matchups you want to go for. And so I think that spin-wise, you're, you're pretty hard-pressed to find a, a stronger spin attack than that in the tournament. I think if they pay off, then this team could go very far. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Callum Parkinson, how they use him. Obviously, if Ben Stokes is fit to bowl, you could probably drop Matty Potts out of the 11 and bring Callum Parkinson in. Again, he's another really good power play spinner. He does that job for Leicestershire. He's a left arm option. He's very highly rated across the county circuit and just a very skilled operator. So I think what this attack has is some flexibility there with the opportunity to bring Callum Parkinson in, add that left arm option. I think that's interesting. And I'd say this squad does have some flexibility. They can bring John Simpson in as a specialist keeper if they feel like it. They've got Harry Brook in the wings waiting to go, which is an obviously excellent option. And also you've got Ben Rain there, the wildcard pick, who can do a lot of different things, even though we're not sure he was the best pick in the circumstance. So it does feel like this Northern Superchargers team just has a bit of flexibility to be used. Absolutely. And that's so important, being able to manage your squad depending on the circumstances of the game or the matchups or the ground dimensions or whatever it is that you're focusing on. And I think if they get that right, if they do their research right, and if they get the right plans, then I think that this squad should, in theory, have a winning team for most situations. Let's talk about the weaknesses of this team, though, Charlie. I think it probably does focus upon this bowling attack. Obviously, we know how good Majib, Adil Rashid and David Willey are, but I think teams would be looking to go after the likes of Bryden Cast, Jordan Thompson and Matty Potts. I wonder if there will be an opportunity for teams to exploit those fourth or fifth bowlers who maybe just aren't as strong as the likes of David Willey, Adil Rashid and Majib. Yeah, I think they've got lots of 
good seamers there, but I think maybe the one thing it's lacking is a genuinely top-class, world-class seamer, maybe. Obviously, David Willey's very good, and I like Carlos, I like Thompson, I love Matty Potts too, but I think if you look at some of the other bowlers who are around, some of the other squads, maybe they're just lacking that one star-quality bowler. I think it's probably going to manifest itself at the death as well because Majib, Callum Parkinson operate at the top, Adil Rashid's going to operate in the middle overs, but I do worry about their death bowling if it is going to be led by David Willey uh, and Matty Potts, Bryden Cast. because they're good bowlers, but I don't think they're the gun T20 death bowlers that other sides possess. I think Matty Potts is growing to become a very good T20 death bowler, and I think he's a very good investment there. David Willey, not quite so sure about. I think he's very much a, a power play man, a new ball bowler. That's where he excels. Uh, and Bryden Cast too, may prove to be a little bit hittable. He's very quick, we know this, but pace can go the distance if you're not careful. So yeah, I think that's a slight area of vulnerability for them. Agreed, and I think if their batting lineup doesn't fire, I do worry about how they'll be able to defend a target potentially with that bowling lineup. So hey, we'll have to see. Charlie, what are your expectations for this Northern Superchargers side this year? Well, it's a squad I really like, actually. I think the more I've looked at it, the more I've realised that it has so many options and so much flexibility for balance, which is is crucial. So I reckon that they really should be challenging for the top three here. I reckon that the, a place in the eliminator playoff to get to the final is very much within this team's reach. This is the thing. I think they do have the opportunity to make the eliminator to be a top three side, but I do think there's actually p- the potential for them to completely fall flat on their face and finish eighth. I think the balance of this side is a potential issue. If the top order doesn't fire, then they might find themselves in trouble sometimes. And I think that bowling lineup could be a little bit too same, a little bit too bits and pieces, and I worry about their death bowling. So whilst I think there is explosive potential for this team, I think the ceiling of this team is really, really high. I do think there is a situation where they might flounder and they might struggle. But I think we both agree that if they are on form, if the team does click, the balance works, the, the best players fire, this Superchargers team could be incredible. But Charlie, let me ask you before we go, which player from the Supercharger side are you most excited to watch this 100? Well, there's a lot of big names in here, obviously, with Faf and Ben Stokes and David Willey, but I'm going to go with Majib Uraman, who I think is just such a superb spin bowler, and I love watching him play. I think he has so much a potential to just ruin the opposition of his bowling. I just love Majib Uraman, and I'm... Um, I think him with Rashid would be such a beautiful spin attack. So very excited for him. Yeah, Mujib is fantastic. And I'm so excited to see a lot of Afghanistan players playing in this tournament. I know the likes of Mohamed Nabi is playing for the London Spirit. You've got Kays Ahmad at the Welsh Fire. You've got Rashid Khan at the Trent Rockets. It's an exciting time for Afghanistan spin bowling. And Mujib Rahman really is a quality operator. For me, I'm going to go with my boy Adam Lythe. I think Adam Lythe, as I said previously in this podcast, and I will repeat this, I think he's the best T20 player never to play for England. I think he has a quality skill set. He attacks at the top of the order. He's a consistent run scorer. And he has just made himself into the, one of the most explosive and consistent T20 operators in the English game. I 
I'm really, really excited for him to rip up this tournament. It's not going to lead to an England call, I don't think, at his age. But I think it's a great opportunity for a guy like him to really announce himself on the national stage, to become a bit of a hero. And I hope he takes the opportunity. I think he will. I will also mention very quickly Harry Brook, who probably won't make it into the side if Ben Stokes is there. But when he isn't, I think Harry Brook is a guy at Yorkshire who's had a fantastic season, striking a brilliant strike rate. Looks like a guy who can you know, really come into games. For example, against Worcestershire, Dylan Pennington took four for four in his first three overs, got rid of the likes of Root, Live Balance. Brook came in at a really, really tough moment and made 91 and really took that game away from Worcestershire. So I think he's a huge talent. Very excited to see him play. But there you go. There's our Northern Superchargers team preview. Thank you very much for listening. We're going to have team previews for every single 100 side. So make sure to check them out. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast 100. Loads of great content on there. And please review, rate and subscribe to the podcast. It would mean a lot. So thank you very much for listening. And we'll speak to you next time. 